Okay, yesterday I did a segment where the Hells Angels were protesting against the BLM and how I said, why are they even in this article if they did nothing wrong? Nobody was arrested. Another guy was, but had nothing to do with them. Well, it was interesting how many comments, stupid comments that I received on that video, enough stupid comments to say, you know what? You better address these comments because a lot of people are buying into the government and the media's narrative on this. Some of these were very interesting. Let me uh, show you what we're going to be covering uh, later on in the show. Here's one of them. Hey, so we can we please keep it real? And I'm going to keep it real at the end, you know, when I do this one. If that's a true MC club, they have no reason, right, to protest or anti protest people who are protesting that their lives matter that their skin color matter, your MC clubs stick to the effing bikes and charities. Fact of the matter is not an MC club. They're racist biker gang. We all know this from California to the East Coast. They are in jails. They are a gang, and they have cops that support the biker gang. Dude is hooked on phonics, and I thought I was bad with the English language. But that is one thing that we're going to address. Another one is from when you look like a duck, walk like a duck and quack like a duck. You're a domestic terrorist. Actual bikers are buying into this because some of these people, I actually looked at their profile and yeah, they ride bikes and then, oh, that's a good one, but we're not going to go into that one. We got to go backwards here. I think I had three. No, it looks like uh, had two. Okay, had two of them. So we're going to address that uh, in a couple minutes, but we're going to go up to the news right now. And let me pull up that screen. There we go. Here we go. Uh, this was actually a good one. Now, would these be considered a domestic terrorist, Mr. Stupid? Just saying. Wisconsin man charged in child enticement case following efforts of bikers against predators. Hell yeah, bikers against predators. Chippewa County, Wisconsin, a second man is facing charges. They did get a first one on this. Following the efforts of a group called the Bikers Against Predators. And it is real funny that some police departments don't like them. Um, honest truth. Uh, the group says their mission is to expose online predators. A criminal complaint shows 25-year-old Stephen Birch is facing charges of use of a computer to facilitate a child sex crime, repeater, child enticement, persistent repeater, and causing a child under 13 to view, listen to sexual activity. According to the criminal complaint on June 25th, Chippewa Falls Police Department officers received information that a citizens group known as Bikers Against Predators would be attempting to meet with Burick. The president of the group said that they had been posting an 11-year-old girl and had been in contact with him. 
The president of the group said if Burke showed up for the meeting, the group would contact law enforcement. On June 15th, officers responded to a gas station in Chippewa Falls for a report that Burke had arrived believing he was going to meet an 11-year-old girl. Sick puppy here, man. Uh, the criminal complaint says officers made contact with members of the group filming the interaction. Group members showed law enforcement messages, emails, and reported phone calls that occurred. And then uh, he was previously convicted of a second-degree sexual assault of a child in July of 16, 2018. Then why is he walking around? Uh, the criminal complaint notes he was released from prison on extended supervision on May 9th. And I guess there's a $100,000 bond set for this guy. Unbelievable. Anyway, here's something, uh, another good thing that bikers are doing uh, for the community. Here we go. A local motorcycle club has a unique creed and is committed to helping those who cannot help themselves. The club is growing and they hope others can now join their noble cause. But News Channel 11, Sarah, News Channel 11 Sarah Diamond shows us how they took some time to recruit a Tri-City student as an honorary member. Virginia High student Levi says he loves to speed down the hall and encourages his school resource officer to write him a ticket. A local motorcycle group loved his story and decided to pay him a visit. We came out and adopted Levi in as an honorary guardian rider today. The guardian riders are a special group living up to their creed of helping and protecting others who cannot help themselves. It is. Uh, the center of our patch on our Sir Hector is our knight on our shield. Sir Hector was uh, the sort of the patron knight of widows and children. And on his shield, it says, until no child lives in fear. And that is sort of our creed, what we, what we stand for. We're there to shoulder the burden, uh, you know, be it a battered child, or, or again, it could be veterans, or it could be, you know, women, homeless, whatever. Whoever needs a hand in the community, that's what we're here for. The members come from all walks of life. Some have day jobs, some have experience with other motorcycle clubs. You know, they have a lot of fun with it, but the blessing is all ours. This, you know, this is a labor of love for these guys. We all have different backgrounds. We come from different clubs. Some of us don't have a club background. The members do charity rides, provide security, and fill gaps in the foster system, abuse shelters, and domestic situations. And that's who bikers are. They dig deep. They give of themselves. They give financially. They, they do a lot of good. And that's what we're trying to change is that perception. And, and we just, we, we try to make a difference in our community. Raising money or adding an honorary member to their club, the Guardian Riders are making a difference to those who need it most. We stand in the gap between victims and abusers. And, and we understand that we can't help everybody and we can't change the world, but we can change somebody's life a little bit just for a day, then it's worth it to us. Good stuff, good stuff with the Guardian Riders. Actually, I uh, hope that they can come on a Monday show with me and Mikey. Yes, me and Mike Ball have a new show happening on Mondays at 7 p.m. Central Standard Time. And we're going to be highlighting the good stuff out of the motorcycle scene, clubs, all that stuff, talking about, uh, you know, motorcycles, chopper shows, everything that has to do with it. And we're hoping to incorporate some of these uh, organizations like the Garden, uh, Guardian Riders 
into the show to talk about their charity functions and all that. Let's go to now our events as always. And yes, you can send me your flyers to info at insane throttle Make sure the event is three weeks out. First one, and it says, save the date, Doe for Joe, July 20th through the 22nd, and it, it was established in 2005. Uh, the donation will get you a free meal, free t-shirt, shuttle service, live music, three nights, a primitive campaign, and let's talk about the run. They got a run here. Let's see. The run. Uh, again, uh, it goes in this year. You will be able to register and get your fun run map and stamp card as soon as 12 p.m. noon on July 20th. Then you can start turn the countryside and getting your stamps for every five event stop stamps you'll receive on your stamp card. You will receive a poker hand event stop cards can be turned in on Saturday, 722 between 3 p.m. and 530 p.m. and it officially ends on july 22nd this is at 21756 county highway 22 fergus falls minnesota baby and then we're gonna go here in chi town uh pints and pistons july 19th at the montrose saloon it's a great saloon out there wednesday july 19th at 6 to 10 uh, the event is by Moto Work Chicago, Montrose Saloon, and the Pites and Pistons is a sidewalk uh, cafe motorcycle show on one Wednesday a month, May through October, 6 to 9, and they are thrilled to return to the Montrose Saloon at 2933 West Montrose Avenue in Chicago, and you can find this up at their Facebook uh, events page pints and pistons again july 19th uh at 6 p.m through 10 p.m good stuff good stuff man a lot of good uh events uh happening around the areas again you can send in whatever you want you know reasonably <laughs> anyway to info at insanethrottlebikernews.com. Now, let's go to this stuff here that kind of upset me. Again, this is about the uh, Hells Angels, and the video was about the Hells Angel protest, Black Lives Matter. And again, let's read uh, Hooked on Phonics here. Hey, so can we please keep it real? Let's keep it real. If that's a true MC club, they have no reason, no right to do an anti-protest to people who are, and I'm paraphrasing here because, you know, my English is better than this, who are protesting that their lives matter. Biker lives matter, too, I say. That their skin color matter. Your MC club stick to the effing bikes and charities. You can tell this dude don't ride. Why are you coming on a biker channel if you do not ride, stupid? Stop being stupid. Damn. Anyway, and then they go, the the biker gang is racist. Man, you know what? That smells right there of the media. But what's worse is this dude has a bike. When you look like a duck, walk like a duck, and quack like a duck, you're a domestic terrorist. 
I would have to say probably he's a police officer. Yes. You know what? Those are the ones that you can always tell are the cops is because the way they talk, the way they write. But when is it not somebody's right to go out and protest? If the Hells Angels want to go out and protest, they should be able to. Just because other groups that might be white supremacists are protesting too, don't mean that they're with them. You got to remember, there is a, a lot of different religions, ethnicities within the Hells Angels in every club for that matter. So how are you going to call them white supremacists? How are you going to do that? That's illogical right there. And it's basically asinine. Yes, shut up, stupid. That's what I have to say. I got to get you a shirt. Shut up, stupid. You're making yourself look like an ass. Now, for those that buy into your cop stuff, come on. Really? I can already tell you're over there bootlicking Brian Erlacher in the law abiding association, just saying. But they had a right to be there. That does not make them white supremacists. And you know what you're doing? You're falling for the government BS that puts out white supremacy as the number one threat against this country. No, the number one threat against this country is this administration working with social media companies to silence everybody. But you wouldn't know that because you're too busy buying into the cheese. The Hells Angels are not white supremacists. The outlaws are not white supremacists. The freaking banditos are not white supremacists. Just because you wear a Swazi on your vest, and I do, it doesn't mean you're a supremacist. That has totally different meaning, that patch. And a lot of ignoramuses out there don't understand what it means for a biker to wear that. It basically means stay the hell away from me. I don't want you around me. Just saying, man. Just because they have a flag doesn't mean they're supremacists. Logic is gone now. Unfortunately, logic is gone. And you've seen it right here with the comments that I receive on these videos over on YouTube. TikTok, God forbid, they're probably worse over there. But TikTok, I just post a video and leave. I, I don't even stick around to watch it because it's a cesspool over there. But come on, folks, wake up. Don't buy into what the government and the media is telling you. These clubs ain't supremacists. Hell, ha most of them hate it because, like I said, they have people in there that are just not white. They're everywhere with who is in that club, especially around the world, Australia, Europe, all different types of races and freaking religions. It is sad that people buy into it, but that's the new thing with the government calling everybody a white supremacist. Now they're going to put it on clubs because they don't like them because they can't control them. That's what it all comes down to is control. 
when they can't control something, they use their scare tactics. Anyway, we're going to go over to the second half of the show with China Dow. Tomorrow owes you nothing. That's what we're going to be talking about there. Anyway, we'll be right back after this. Join the Insane Throttle Members Only Club on YouTube or Spotify and receive exclusive content Monday through Friday at 9.20 a.m. Central Standard Time. Your membership in the Throttle Club helps keep the show going strong. ...is an in-depth look at the trials and tribulations of street gang and motorcycle club life. This isn't the -the run-of-the-mill book that doesn't give the goods. This book will go into detail of events that actually happened. All materials in this book have been approved by those involved. There is nothing poetic, nor is there any price worth paying for the life we choose to live on the streets. James Hollywood Machikari, Brotherhood and Betrayal. Introducing the all-new service from Insane Throttle Motorcycle Madhouse Radio. 24-7 and nothing but the best in 80s till today. Rock and metal, baby. And here's an added bonus. You can now listen to Motorcycle Madhouse Morning Show with Hollywood and China now live on the air. Go to MotorcycleMadhouse.com. And bookmark the radio station and get down with the king of biker radio. Rock on. Yeah. 
If you don't make that into a t-shirt, you're an idiot. Yeah, I do got to make that in there. Shut up, stupid. Just the words. Yes. I got a lot do of it. stupid people that uh, listen and watch to me. I'm telling you, do it. Make it. Put it in your store. Don't sometimes you just sit back and like tilt your head like some dog and say, <laughs> what the, the hell? fuck were you talking about, dude? Huh? <laughs> and what's even worse is you got bikers that do it. It's ridiculous. Is it ridiculous? You know, let's talk about that for a minute. Uh, ignoramus people. I think they're worse than anything. It's like, where the hell did you come from? And now you're riding? Dude, get the fuck out. <laughs> Go away. Go get you a freaking, you know, Volkswagen Beetle or something. You don't have to ride a freaking bike. You know what it is? I think, you know what? It used to be where bikers call bullshit. And now they run over to somebody like Ryan Erlacher's channel and suck his pecker. This damn, he's a known cop, you dummies. He bust you. These cops go and bust your ass and play us nine to five. And then they send out their little, you know, troll army. To make comments on other stuff like clubs. Come on, you got to admit, uh, they, you know, he uh, wears a patch for a law enforcement club. Can you not tell me he wishes he was a Hell's Angel? He's, Come on. He's a wannabe. He's a wannabe. Wannabe. He wants to be. But do you notice everything is white supremacy now? Yeah. And you know what? I'm going to get all kinds of comments. Yes. Where, you know, because I said, yeah, I wear a Swazi on my shit. Yeah. I wear it a freaking warbird on my cut. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to have so BD so pissed off he's going to turn white. <laughs> he is. Oh, you got a Swazi. If people paid attention to your tattoos, you have one on your arm. <laughs> <laughs> it's unbelievable Duh. but they're so damn ignorant well you know stupid is as stupid does and you know if he knew history the hell's angels actually protested uh and was with the u.s government during vietnam 
Sonny said, hey, send a couple of us over there. We'll kill some zips. They have a long patriotic history. But God forbid that these ignorant trolls look it up. It does. It just messes me up. And to say all bikers are gang members and pieces of shit. Look at what the, the Guardian writers just did. Look at it uh, with bikers against predators just did. They are out there helping their community. So because the government says you're a criminal organization, they pick up the cheese. And they eat it like little rats. It is. It's unbelievable. Well, you can't fix stupid. There's another one. You can't <laughs> fix stupid. <laughs> Shut up, stupid. <laughs> I think it irritates the piss out of me. That's why I had to do another video on that one. Because that's exactly the angle that this government's going for is to call everybody white supremacists. They say it's the most top priority for them, for the FBI, them pricks, <laughs> is white supremacy. Come on. <laughs> you, you know what? In the 1990s, that was some shit back then. You had Waco. You had Ruby Ridge. They, didn't, they weren't fucking around back then. They wanted to shoot you between the eyes. Don't the FBI have anything better to do? You know what? The FBI is one of the most corrupt organizations there are. I'm sorry. I have to say it. I'm sorry. Why are you sorry? That and the CIA. <laughs> They're all a bunch of pricks. And the DEA? Yeah, you, you know, all the alphabet shitheads. <laughs> and the YXZ? I don't know. <laughs> I'm just going to start throwing letters out there. <laughs> but it's gotten even to the point where you really don't see Confederate flags anymore because they bought the fucking bullshit. And I'm like, damn, man, you know what? That was really a part of the freaking scene. Harley Davidson had a special edition rebel. I mean, our neighbors really enjoy when you hang up yours. You know what? <laughs> I always said if, you know, there was the houses were up for sale and stuff, I put my Confederate flag right on the flagpole. That keeps away all the deviants. You would. You I, know I would. I already know you would. 100%. You'd be putting it up there and be like, go ahead, buy it. Yeah, buy it. <laughs> Look what you're going to live next to. Have all your friends in the driveway. <laughs> Hell yeah, man. Revving up the engines, throwing parties, having women running around with titties hanging out. <laughs> that would be the perfect. Welcome, man. neighbor. <laughs> Come on over. <laughs> all the black people will be like, fuck that guy, man. He erases, you know, he can hang me from a tree. We can have watermelon in the garage. It's fine. Hey, don't both buy watermelon. I love watermelon. <laughs> Can't have that, too. <laughs> Sorry to say. <laughs> We're going to be talking about tomorrow owes you nothing. Uh, China Dow actually has some quotes that uh, I want to go through. And I think this is very important because we have the you owe me society that we now live in. And a lot of people, they get down in the dumps nowadays. And I think it's because all the negative crap that's thrown at them every day.
Do you agree on that? Yes. I do. You kind of fall into that all the time. What? Negativity. Yeah, I do. Sad. It is sad because you look at a person like you, you have a good personality. And then you flip on the dime to be a bitch. And I think that you do it on purpose. I don't do it on purpose. It just happens. And that should be. It's not telling, like I plan it. Well, that should tell you what kind of person you are. Weird. That you rather have negativity than positivity. That's not true. That is true. That's is very not. damn true. It is not. Okay, then how do you explain it? It just happens. My mood just switches. <laughs> it just can't happen. It no. It does just happen. No, it just does not it happen. It just does. Yeah. Yeah, it does. Maybe it's because you don't want to admit it. That you're just a negative freaking Karen? I am not a negative Nancy. Rude. So you don't like... See, I'm having a, a counseling session with you. Oh, my God. Where's the couch? You don't <laughs> need a couch with me. You just stand up, sit down, whatever. But I believe you have to admit your faults. Uh, I'm not a negative person. There's negativity around me, but I'm not negative. I try to be positive. Sometimes I wake up on the wrong side of the bed. It happens. We all have those moments. Not me. See, I, when I wake up, I always want to be positive. I want to have a positive day. Then I see your face. Oh. oh, thanks. Then it turns fucked up. Thanks. Just by seeing my face. You know, that one or two minutes coming up the stairs is, you know, positive as hell. Sunshine. Then I look at you and it's like, damn. Wow. I bring out all your negativity. I think you do. Mm. Rude. How is that rude? I, I'm trying to uh, express the truth here. I woke up all smiles today. So how's that bringing on your negativity? Because I know some part of the day you're going to get <laughs> negative. Some part of the day I'm going to be like, damn it. And I find that sad that you have such a good personality that you get that way. And I think a lot of people are the same way. Dude, I'm not going to be happy-go-lucky 24-7. It's just not how it is. Okay, why? I don't know. Little things piss me off. So little things piss you off. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's what makes this world fucked up. Oh, wow. Is people like you. Do we got Really? Yeah. Really? Why we got to make this about me, dude? Because you fit into this. I do not. I don't think life owes me anything. Read a quote. I want to I want to see what this means to you. Read what? Read a quote. What? Read what I have? Yeah. Read it's what not a, it's not a quote. It's didn't I tell you to prepare for the show and get some quotes? No, you did not tell me to get some quotes. Duh. You know, wait a second. You know, I'll I'll look up the fucking messages and then you say, oh, I'm sorry. Life has already given us everything we ever need. Has it? Yeah, it's given us body, mind, and intellect. It provides our every need. Air, food, water, shelter, and everything else we need to survive. Hmm. Do you feel life has given you everything you need? It's given me everything I need. It doesn't mean I have everything I want. 
Oh, I like that. I like that. Keep going. What? It's true. Every Life does provide you with everything you need in this world, but not everybody gets everything that they want. And I think a lot of people base their life um, on what they want instead of what they need. Yes, there's a lot of people that do that. Are you one of them? No. I'm not greedy or selfish. I give to others more than I get for myself. And I admit, I have to admit that I do. But that was a very good saying right there. And you can take that as if you step back and look at the world, it's about what people want. That's the thing that drives everybody. Why can't they just be content in what they have? Because people want more. <clears throat> a lot of people want more than what they have. And they think that it should just be handed to them on a silver platter. And that's just not life at all. No, it's not. You got to earn what you get. You know, I find it very funny. Some of the stuff that uh, people go into your work. See, I couldn't be you. <laughs> I couldn't work around fucking people like that. <laughs> They actually believe some of the dumb shit that they say. Yeah. And then I say there's no hope for humanity with them kind of people. Well, that's just like people spending hundreds and hundreds of dollars on the lottery, for example. God forbid it's at a half a billion dollars right now. You're going to have people spending their damn freaking uh, oh. rent money yeah. to get tickets. Yeah. Just so it could roll over for the next drawing. <laughs> That's why and it's like, it. you know what? I'll maybe pay two or three or $2. four dollars. You usually play when it gets super high, you'll pay two to four bucks. And that's, that's me that's because it. I know the fix is in on that shit. And do we ever? I get ran numbers, numbers so we, I know how this shit works. Do we ever get any numbers right? No. No. <laughs> do we make a big deal about it? No. And I don't get my hopes up where you got a lot of people that have sit right in front of that drawing and have all their hopes on it. The only thing you can do is work hard to achieve what you want. Mm -hmm. Choose the correct paths. And when we say tomorrow owes you nothing, that's what I mean is anticipation of what tomorrow's going to bring. It owes you nothing. You got to go out there and make it. All you got to do is wake up tomorrow. That's all you got to do. Literally, that's all you got to do. Just wake up. But achieving goals, let, let's talk about achieving goals. What about this one? If you can dream it, you can do it. That's true. If you put your mindset to something and you set a goal, uh, you can achieve it. Mm -hmm. All you have to do is follow, you know, follow the, the proper steps to get to that dream. But you got to put the work in. You have to put the work in to get there. If you think you can just sit there on the couch and watch TV, then your dream's not going to get fulfilled. You know, that's one thing I was watching. I, I, I've really been finding a lot of inspiration in some of these videos or actually the shorts on YouTube where people were like 450 to 500 uh, pounds. And within a year, they got into bodybuilding. Uh, physique and i actually knew a guy that did that 
you know, the dude went from uh blob to MMA fighter. So basically that rings true. If you dream it, you can achieve it. Mm-hmm. And that's something with financial stability too. It's just about how you're going to work. If you're going to go out there and be a go-getter, you'll get what you want. But if you're going to be a schluck and not want to do it, you're going to be brokered and broke. Mm -hmm. You'll be as mad as a hooker that's being forced to go to church. That's what's going to end up happening. So that was a, a that I believe that's like the number one thing. If you can dream it, you can do it. And here's another one. The pain you feel today is the strength you'll feel tomorrow. The pain you feel today is the strength you'll feel tomorrow. And I think that a lot of people don't do that they continue to focus on the pain and they get into this vicious cycle yes i think it depends on the pain i do sometimes sometimes the 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 pain or mental strain of a situation will bring you down, but eventually you come back out of it and it strengthens you because you have to go your pace to get through it. But doesn't that waste a lot of the time that you have to live? Well, I'm sure it does, but sometimes depending on the situation, you got to work your way through a particular situation at your own pace. You can't rush through things sometimes. But the problem is a lot of people get stuck in it. Well, there are people that get stuck in it. And that's not moving forward. No. One of the hardest lessons to learn is something that happened in the past. You got to leave, leave in the past because there's nothing you can fucking do. No, you can't fix it. it. You can't change the past. All you can do is move forward. You can make the, you can make the, you know, the future better, but you can't change the past. And that's why I'm, you know, kind of talking about negativity is why would you want to continue to live in negativity when you can have positivity and be happy? That's what I would ask a lot of people. Why keep living in that? Because sometimes that's the person's way of life. And then they have a poor way of life then. Yeah. They get nothing out of life. Nope. That's just like that. Everybody says that famous question when you die and they come to you and say, what did you learn? A lot of people won't have an answer for that because they spent most of their time in a negative state because they didn't get to explore what life has to give them. That right there is why I think there's reincarnation. Because each life you have to learn something else. I believe that. It always seems impossible until it's done. It always seems impossible until it's done. What's that mean to you? What is it again? 
it always seems impossible until it's done. Because a lot of things are impossible, but if you work hard at it, you can get through it. Wow. What? <laughs> not much to say on any of these. What do you mean not much to say on any of these? I think you're being stuck here. No, I'm not. I'm giving my opinion on your quotes. God, really? Yeah, but you're giving one or two uh, word answers. That's not one or two word answers. You got to try hard in life. Life's just not going to come to you. And don't you think you have to set reasonable goals? Well, yeah, you got to set reasonable goals. What am I going to do? Sit here and be like, oh, my goal in life is to be a millionaire. Well, <laughs> you got to be going to happen because I'm not going to go for it. Well, well, you just said it, not go for it. But if you started off with a plan, maybe you become one of that. But is it a, a reasonable goal to say that you want to be an astronaut when you know it's not going to happen. There's no way it can happen right now. No. Well, if you were younger, you could do it. But not at this age. No, I'm not going to be no astronaut at 50. No, thanks. I don't want to go in. No, no. Mm -mm. I, don't even I like, think that's something I don't even that like airplanes. Why would I want to go up in a space shuttle? I, I think that's something that we really miss with our kids. Everybody should be telling these kids, chase your dreams and help them set up a pathway where they can achieve those dreams instead of sitting there and letting them be in front of a freaking TV. I think that's where we're failing our kids now. We're not giving them a pathway. We're not nurturing that. And it's actually sad. We're throwing all kinds of shit at them like all this queer shit in school where they can't concentrate on the things they need to do to get their goals. And I think that's a sad state of affairs right there. You got to teach your kids to dream. Now there's some incidences where, you know, dreaming is not reality because people even take that to a different level dreaming's good but you can't keep dreaming you got to actually do and i think that's why i came up with this title tomorrow owes you nothing you got to do it today we don't know what tomorrow's gonna bring how about this one kindness is one thing you can't give away it always comes back i don't believe that i don't believe that Kindness brings you a lot in life, brings you a feeling that, you know, you, you never, I don't know. But do people reciprocate that all the time? No, they don't. Sometimes when you're being kind, the people are very negative. Really? Yeah. So if you're kind to a stranger, it's like when you open a door for somebody. Usually they're a-holes about it nowadays. They usually won't say nothing back to you. It's like, mm -hmm. hey, dickhead, I just you want to give a thank you, fucker? <laughs> That's why I don't hold the door for people. Anymore. I have done that at your work. Somebody didn't say thank you, and I'd say, hey, fucker, you want to say uh, thank you? But I think we just became, end up as a society to be numb to other people. I think so. 
It's like it's just like letting a vehicle in cut, you know, go in front of you in traffic. You know, no, the norm would be to, you know, wave at them and be like, you know, to, that's your way of saying thank you for letting them in. But people don't even do that because they expect it. And they wonder why they get pissed off at me where I said, ah, you ain't getting in. You knew two miles ago you had to get in. So ha 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 ha. <laughs> and you just ride closer. <laughs> You're damn right. I'm a prick when it comes to that. <laughs> you won't let people in. Fuck that. You knew two miles freaking back that you had to get over. Go suck a cock. You ain't getting in front of me. So I guess I'm not a nice person there. No. But I'll hold the door for people. I've held the door for numerous people. Our son is big on holding the door open for people. And and when they don't say thank you, I'm I'm like, you're a cocksucker. It's like, dick. Makes you want to just like let it go. right on them <laughs> it, well you know it's easy for me to do but other people they need to speak up on stuff like that yeah but kindness a lot of times don't come back no it don't you could be you could hold the door for freaking 50 people and you're lucky if two out of those 50 say thank you and that's tells you to state of society right now yeah well and it's like um Here's something that I just saw. Uh, everything we have, everything we think we are, is just a loan for us for a short while. Eventually, we have to give it all back. I don't understand. You don't get it? No, I don't get it. Try to explain it to me. Everything we have and everything we think we are is just a loan. Our life is like a loan. It actually is because when you die, you don't get in to take any of that you shit with you. Exactly. So you technically have to give everything back. I don't know, man. That sounds like an Indian giver to me. <laughs> is the old man upstairs an Indian He's giver? He's an Indian giver. He gives us life and then we got to return it <laughs> without a receipt. <laughs> you know what's funny, man? Uh, you know, the good book said people used to live longer. What the fuck happened? Why do we only get to live to like freaking 60, 70, 80 or whatever it is? That's bullshit. You know, that's like cutting corners, man. We can't learn anything in 60, 70 years. I want to be like fucking Yoda to live to like 900. I do. I want to be fucking Yoda. Could you imagine if you got uh, uh, immortality? What it would be like in a thousand years. Oh my God. It'd be amazing in a thousand years if we don't kill ourselves. What do you think we'll be in like a thousand years? Dead, hopefully. (laughs) No way. I would never want to live that. No. (laughs) Uh -uh. See, that's where your negativity comes in. Because I'm not talking about you. I'm talking about in a thousand years. What do you think it's going to be like? All robots. (laughs) You think it'd be like uh, Star Wars and shit like that, flying around in cars and <laughs> the Jetsons. <laughs> I think it'd be. I think that's gonna happen in the next hundred years. We'll be dead and gone, and I'll be pissed. But I think in the next hundred years, it's gonna be fucking amazing. Again, if we don't kill ourselves, if we don't nuke ourselves, because we're stupid people. Humans are stupid. They should shut up and learn. Shut up, stupids. Keep positive. But I just think it's going to be an amazing world for our grandkids. And their grandkids 
or their kids. Oh my God, what it's going to be like. It's just going to be amazing. Maybe some of these diseases will be uh, solved. What do you think? Hopefully. You think they'll ever find a cancer in the future for a cure? A cure for cancer? I uh, think I think they might. I think they already have it, to be honest with you. I really do. I think they already have it. Okay, let's say they don't. Do you think they will? Yeah, I think they will. But you have to have enough money to get it. Dude, you know how much fucking money they get from donations? I don't care. I'm just saying. That's just like, there's probably a cure for AIDS right now. Because, come on, Magic Johnson had it, and then all of a sudden he didn't have it. Ugh. Come on. By the way, they actually got the first flying car that's being tested right now. There's a flying motorcycle, too. Well, yeah, I know that flying motorcycle looks cool. <laughs> it kind of does. I'd like, I, I'd like freaking ride that thing. <laughs> I'd be just pimping. I would. I'd be pimping. But the damn thing costs like $500,000, so it's kind of out of my price range. All right, what do you think of this? It's surprisingly liberating when we cease to hold life up to up for ransom and instead recognize the fact that we exist as neither a right or an entitlement. I think that's true. I think that is. I mean, they say that life, life owes you everything, and I personally think that we owe life everything. Well, we owe it to the creator to take what he gave us and make something good out of it. But there's too many people in this world making it shit. Well, you know, you look at some of the comments on my shit. You can tell they're miserable-ass fucking people. Yeah. And it's like, how the hell do you live like that? How do you live through misery? Is that something that you're trying to accomplish is to be a dick? Because sometimes it's like in life, people want to be uh, uh, the king dick. And I'm not talking in a good way. And I just don't see how fruitful that life is. And then you turn it into something where you see a lot of these kids at St. Jude's that are going through some bad stuff. Yeah. But they keep smiling. They're little warriors. But here you have a damn adult that's nothing but pricks. It's unbelievable. And you can't understand that. I can't. I got a quote for you. What? Learn as if you will live for forever. Live like you will die tomorrow. Well, damn right, man. You know, you're never, uh, you know, guaranteed anything. Anytime you uh, throw your leg over a fucking motorcycle, you never know. Well, nothing's a guarantee in this world. Nothing is. You got to basically live live every day like it's your last day. You're not even guaranteed pussy from your old lady. <laughs> nope. <laughs> no, you ain't. Mm -mm. So does that mean I should go and fish for other pussy? That dude, that was a terrible way of stating it. What do you mean? Fish for other pussy. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> 
Now, let me ask you this. Oh, God, here we go. Let me ask you this. What? If a woman ain't giving the pussy up, uh-huh. does a man have a right to go get some other one? I mean, to each their own. Every, no, no, not to, this, to each their own bullshit. Do they have a right? No, figure out why you ain't getting any. So they don't have a right to get pussy. It, figure out why she ain't giving you any. Uh, there's got to be a reason. What if she's just like, I don't feel like it all the time. Well, what'd you do to fuck up? No, nah, see that. <laughs> I think that's wrong. I think that's wrong. If you ain't taking care of business, I believe. And you know what? Because humans are freaking sexual animals. You you know, a man is just a pig. Yeah. They're going to go stick it into whatever they want to stick it into. Yep. So if a woman ain't there keeping up for their man, she shouldn't be surprised when he goes stick it into something else. Well, the man should, you know, maybe, you know, spend a little bit more time than, you know, he does with his significant other's pussy. Just saying. What if it's a rotten pussy? Well, then tell her to take a bath. <laughs> Sometimes a bath don't help. Sometimes they got like a natural or odor is like, dude, what the fuck is wrong with you? You know, you I and some of the men in there can probably uh, testify to this. You to have a hot ass broad. OK, hot smoking. But her cooter pocket smells like holy hell. And it's like, what the fuck happened here? This is false advertising. Another thing I don't understand. What? Is when a woman, okay, uh, holds back. Holds back what? They use sex as a weapon. A weapon. <laughs> and then they wonder why a man goes out and cheats on them. God, this tur- turtle turn. <laughs> I'm thinking out loud here. Oh, well, hell. Let's just let everybody join in on your thinking. Well, my thinking's the best thinking. No, I think. not always. No, it's not. Your thinking gets a lot of men in trouble. Well, if they're men, they won't be in trouble. If they're men, they'll stand up tall and say, you either do this. Or go fuck yourself, I'm going to go get this. Sometimes women going off and fucking themselves is a lot more entertaining than fucking their man. Well, then they shouldn't be surprised (laughs) when the man goes, you know what, screw you, I'm going to do me. Well, then go do yourself, it's fine. Beat it like it owes you money. But then the women come back and get pissed off. Like I say, tomorrow owes you nothing. That's right. Just like I owe nobody nothing. You owe nobody nothing. Nobody owes anybody nothing. Because guess what? You think somebody owes you something? You ain't never going to get it. Why do you think people expect others to owe them something? Well, that's just like you you give somebody a helping hand. People expect it in return. Mm -hmm. But you're not going to get it. That's just like, here's an example. How many times has everybody helped someone move? Oh, my God. That's the. Oh, Okay, How many times? Everybody's done it. Everybody has at least helped one person move in their entire life. Right. 
how many times is that person going to help the person you help move? Do you really think they're going to help you move in return? Fuck no, they're going to come up with the They excuses. got every excuse in the books and not help you move. But then if they move again, they still expect you to move them. Mm-hmm. And I'm sorry, you help somebody once. And you, you don't get a reciprocation, man. It's like, fuck you. I ain't doing it again. You know, I. You know, most of the time it's, you know, I wash your back, you wash mine. So you help somebody move, they should help you if you move. But that never happens no uh -uh. and then they get pissed off when you don't help them again well because you know god forbid they need somebody with a truck (laughs) oh my god you know what sometimes i wish i never had a truck (laughs) they always go to the friend with the truck and why is it always you (laughs) i don't know but i'm gonna start changing you should be like i'm gonna charge i will i i I do remember a few times somebody (laughs) asked you because you helped somebody move like three or four times and then the the last time is like and the last time you're like dude the trucks broke down and you pulled it in the garage (laughs) to make it look like it was at the repair shop you're like fuck yourself you're like all i got is her car (laughs) i don't know how to help hollywood is getting fleshlights uh for christmas uh from everyone for Christmas so he can have a new pussy every day. You know what? And China Dow can attest to this. I can get a pussy anytime I want. Right or wrong. It's easy. But I don't choose to do that because she, you know what? Beyond, beyond all her negativity, <laughs> she is a good person. <laughs> Not always negative. You know, there's some good qualities about her. I'm a good person. Be nice. You are a good person. I will sometimes. literally give somebody the shirt off my back and not expect anything in return. But that that's the difference. You do it to others, but to me it's like fuck you. What? Yes, you you'll be nice Would to others. Would you like the shirt off my back, buddy? No, I it's wouldn't. It's right here. Actually, uh I gave you the shirt off of my back cuz that's my fucking shirt. No, this was my dad's, sorry. No. This wasn't yours. I gave you flannels. You have, but I don't wear any of them because they're ugly. <laughs> what do you mean they're ugly? Uh, they're like brown and stuff. Ew. I don't wear brown. No, I wear black and silver all the time. Now? Yeah. No, your old flannels are oh, all the old ones. Yeah. Uglier than shit. I don't wear none of them. They just hang in the closet. This one was my daddy's. What do you think about what uh, one time just said here? What Very say? interesting. You know, when you stop helping others, did this very recently, your real friends won't care. Others won't be around. That's true. So basically. Because your real friends. They're the type of people that when you help them, they will help you. The ones that are taking advantage of you are the ones that are really like, dude, can you help me move? And then you're like, dude, you want to help me move? I helped you move last year. And they're like, oh, I'm busy. Mm-hmm. They ain't your real friends. So basically, it's what people want to get out of you. And I think that's a sad thing because you got to get rid of that kind of negativity in your life. You got to get rid of the toxicity. And that's hard to do because you keep on saying, well, it's going to be different. It it is hard to do sometimes because sometimes wolves are in sheep clothing. 
damn quote in the good book. Yeah. Well, I have read it in my time. <laughs> <laughs> you read? No, not lately. <laughs> no. The last time I read a book was proofreading our book. That was it. You never fail until you stop trying. That's true. But did you know the road to success and the road to failure are the same road? Well, that it is. It, ju it just depends on if you're motivated or not to achieve it. And see, we're going to see how motivated you are. Oh, Jesus. We're going to be taking you to the gym. Yes. And, and see what it. was my response when I said, hey, I want to go to the gym because I want to use that massage table. And you're like, oh, the hydro. Uh, <laughs> you're massage like, you're bed. like, you actually got to work out. I'm like, why? <laughs> oh, I know I got to work out. Why can't I just use the massage table? So you're oh, cutting corners. That's all I want to use. And the red light thing, whatever that is. That oh, yeah. Sounds, the red night, the red light thing. That thing. Sounds I, cool. I love playing fitness. That's where I go now. <laughs> I just love the place. I want to be his free guest permanently. But he says I can't. <laughs> I can only do it once. <laughs> you can do it once and you can pay your own fucking way. Damn. You know. <laughs> Sad. <clears throat> what about. uh when we are no longer able to change a situation. Oh, my God. What's wrong with your voice? It sounds creepy. Wow. <laughs> when we are. I talk. Dude, when you talk on this freaking uh, radio all the time, you get that. When we're no longer able to change a situation, we are challenged to change ourselves. Well, sometimes you need to change yourself in order to change a situation. You need to, like, ex parte out of that situation. Mm -hmm. You got to change. Sometimes the only, well, you can only control changing yourself. You can't control changing other people. You guys should try boxing really good. Been doing it a while. Love it. Rock on. Uh, Dude, I'd like I, to I'm, punch her in the mouth. <laughs> I'm not getting in a boxing ring with him. <laughs> I would punch her in the fucking mouth. I really would. <laughs> you know what I really want to do is set up a boxing match. You know, get the gloves and all that stuff uh, with uh -huh. Marco and Danny D'Lo. That would be fun. Oh, Marco versus Danny D'Lo? In a boxing match. The they, we can do it for charity, like Rocky. That would be the shit. Dude, yeah. I'm prop I'll make, I'll bring the popcorn. I do, <laughs> and we'll film it live, and we'll give all the proceeds to St. Jude's. I think we should. That'd what do you amazing. You think I should push that? You should. That'd be freaking awesome. <laughs> A creator boxing match would be awesome. <laughs> Rich said there'd be soft serve all over the ring. <laughs> I'm going to do it. I'm going to try to push for this. Dude, instigate it. <laughs> Chase versus Danny D'Lo pay-per-view. <laughs> yeah, we're going to do a pay-per-view. Marco versus Danny D'Lo in a boxing ring. The winner fights Chase. <laughs> yeah, the winner fights Chase, right? Can you see who I'm already predicting? <laughs> no, seriously. You everybody think I should try to push that? Dude, you're gonna instigate it. I am. I'm gonna. I'm gonna instigate the shit out of that one. And we do a pay-per-view, <laughs> which I can members do. Only. <laughs> yeah, members only. And all the proceeds go to St. Jude's. 
you're gonna you're gonna do it. I'm gonna do it. <coughs> oh my god. Oh, look at that. Everybody wants to see it. And Mike's leg is the trophy. Hell yeah. <laughs> I'm telling you, that thing's going to sit on my mantle. I don't give a shit who you are. <laughs> I'm getting it. So everybody in the comment section right now, when you see Marco or anybody else go on their platform and say, <laughs> Hollywood said that we're going to try to get... You know what? I'm going to issue a challenge to them. Hammer and Nail says Mike Ball versus his leg. <laughs> <laughs> no, seriously. I'm going to issue a challenge. A boxing match between Danny D'Lo and says, Marco. Mike Ball says Marco won't do it. <laughs> I, You know what? I, I, I'll go to motherfucker into doing it. <laughs> what are you, pussy? Oh, you're gonna you're gonna gaslight him into it. You're damn right, I am. <laughs> what are you, a pussy? What you can't take a punch? <laughs> dirty, dirty knob says Hollywood versus a midget for the pre-fight. Oh hell yeah, <laughs> man! I'll kick that sucker like a freaking field goal. Mike Ball versus a trampoline. <laughs> <laughs> Mike Ball versus a trampoline. Dude, we could have all kinds of pre-entertainment. Oh, Hollywood, you versus Ryan Erlacher. Oh, dude, I'd whoop that fucker's ass. <laughs> I'd crack him right in the mouth. Donald says, be right back. I'm going there now. <laughs> Give me a midget. It'd be a good pre-fight. I'll sit on my knees and knock the fuck out of it. <laughs> thousand percent hollywood versus the door so i think me me and mike ball are gonna goat this <laughs> we're gonna do it for charity i gotta look into this stuff bd flame throwing contest <laughs> i think we can get this get together don't you china you probably could hey at the midwest bike show <laughs> no it's too soon to be able to do it there but uh i you know what because they got to train and we'll get rocky montages <laughs> follow them around training dude what do you think mike you think you'd help me get this going i'll do interviews with them talking shit about each other and take place in your garage right we better clear out our garage. No, you, you know what? That's what I'll do. I'll take interviews with them, talking shit about each other. Well, settle it in the ring. Why don't you just cut clips out of their videos? Oh. <laughs> Edit their videos and make it look like they're talking shit about each other. <laughs> <laughs> There's a good way, because then you're egging it on between the two of them by using their own clips. <laughs> What do we got in the news? But we're going to do that. Uh, I'm going to put the challenge out there. Marco versus Danny D'Lo in a charity boxing match. We're going to make this happen. China doll versus her manager. Oh, dude, that'd be fun. Now, Rich says, I just can't get the image out of my head. <laughs> Yes, Hollywood Smackdown. I got to come up with a good name for it. 
Oh, man. I'm going to make this happen. Can I go in the ring and be like, let's get ready to rumble. <laughs> <laughs> and that's right. I got to get a hot ass chick to do the numbers. Rude. We'll do like uh, three rounds. A if, three round chair. Well, you match. think it's going to make it past one? We'll see. I don't know. We'll <laughs> see. What do we got in the news? Oh, Lord. You're going to do this. I already know. A man has been arrested after South Carolina police suspect him of starting a house fire in Foley Creek that killed six, including his 11-year-old daughter. Sad stuff. Ryan uh, Manigo is being held without bond on charges of two counts of murder and one count of attempted murder. Man. Upon the arrival, here they, we go from a celebrity box. They reportedly found shit. it found a injured 13 year old girl who advised there were victims inside the burning home. After they extinguished the you fire, think you, can, you think you can buy me a midget so I had to do the pre round, you know, the pre game fight? I want to find a midget um, to do that. There's one that works at the Goodwill. <laughs> you think I go in there? It's and a girl, see? though. You can't do a girl. It, it has to be a midget. I, I'm offering them five bucks. Come in the ring with really? me. Really? Five bucks. So I'd have smacked the shit out of you. <laughs> five bucks. Yeah. You're a cheap ass. <laughs> After extinguishing the fire, which reportedly caused the roof to collapse before the rescue teams arrived, firefighters and paramedics discovered six deceased victims. Two of the victims uh, was this man's daughter and sister-in-law, and they had confirmed stab wounds. The surviving teenager also suffered from stab wounds. Unbelievable. Go to the next one. So, this is so this is so depressing. One amongst the other victim, one of the other victims um was a hundred and one year old grandmother. Jesus Christ. That Go to another a, one. That you know what I should you know shit. what I should slap you for bringing that up. Dude. Talking about a good fight here, and then you gotta talk about this shit. Murder and mayhem. Damn, man. What else we got? We got my computer running slow, so we'll just go to this one. Uh, Fairfield, Iowa. The first of two Iowa teenagers who pled guilty to beating their high school Spanish what teacher the fuck to did death. I, what the fuck did I just say? Go on to something good. This is good. Like a porn star giving a blowjob oh or something. God, what the hell? You know, this bad stuff. Unbelievable. Uh, I'm going to get L.A. out there, man, and help me, uh, you know, gaslight these two. You're a dick. I am. I don't like hearing about this nasty business. All right. Well, how about fairgoers in Wisconsin ended up in a terrifying predicament on Sunday when the ride malfunctioned and left the riders upside down for hours. Dude, that would piss me off. A ride called the Fireball, which features a large loop around where the riders zoom along stalled near its peak with eight people on board what do you think about mike's uh, ibs versus my crones 10 tacos one bathroom in the fight to see who shits themselves last <laughs> mike loses anyways because ibs and yeah, no, he, he ain't gonna he's gonna lose that battle He's gonna lose. I it. wonder if Mike does. Mike like goes a, while we're doing our show. He's in the bathroom taking a shit. Are you freaking serious? Maybe he needs to stop giving himself those uh, coffee enemas every day. Yeah, you need to stop that. Mike. You need to stop that slow, shit, man. Slow it down. 
By the way, on members only, we're going to be talking about if drug addiction is weakness. That's going to be coming up. Uh, so uh, what do you think about that being uh, upside down for hours? Don't you like the blood rush to your fucking they were head? They were legit trapped upside down for four more than four hours. <laughs> Dude, I'd be like, this is bullshit. <laughs> Doesn't that hurt you, though, being upside down like that? Yeah, all the blood rushing to your head like that. Fuck that, man. That's some fucked I'd be up shit. You know what I do? I get off that ride and go punch the freaking ride off uh, operator right in the mouth after that one. It says that uh, men in harnesses can be seen scaling the side of the fireball to reach the riders before firefighters eventually manage to deploy. So there were people that worked there, I guess, that were already harnessed up and up there trying to get the people out before the firefighters even got there that's pretty bad dude that's not safe you don't know what you're doing yeah but at least they tried at least they attempted um they managed to deploy what appears to be a cherry picker to free them mm -hmm. so they did finally after over four hours get these people out from this ride that was upside down and out of the seven out of the eight were children <laughs> So there were seven kids. You know what I'd actually like to do? You're like 50 now. You're old <laughs> is take you to six flags again. Well, see how you would do. I'd probably freaking throw up. You think I you haven't would? been, you know, when the last time I went to great America was the last time I went to great America was right before I found out I was pregnant with our daughter. And yeah. 1996. Yeah. 1997. 1996. Whatever. I went on 4th of July of 96 with my brother. That was the last time I went to Great America. I wonder what rides they got there now. I heard they tore, tore down the shockwave, and that was like the best one. No, it wasn't. It was lame. It was lame. As long as... Um, they, you're lame. You're lame. As long as they have the eagle and it goes backwards, because that was the shit. Well, that was, man. <laughs> I like the rides that, you know, you like float and shit like that. Oh, like Superman or Batman. Yeah, those are the like ones. your feet are dangling. Right. Or wear some tied shoes, man. You're going to lose your shoes. You know how many people lose their shoes on those rides? I'd be pissed. Like, I want to be it. the person that cleans up underneath the roller coaster rides. You know how much stuff you'd find? Probably, man. Wallets. I ever shoes. lost my British Knights or my Adidas, I'd be pissed. I would. I'd be pissed. It'd be, it'd be amazing. I'm going to clean up after all that. I'd find a lot of money. I bet you would. I would. Uh, road Rage, I'm questioning every life and career choice I ever made after the week I've had. Uh, you know what? Sometimes people have to sit back and reflect on their lives. I, I believe that. Because that's the only way to move forward and make a uh, good choice the next time. Do you agree? You have to sit back and uh, analyze what you've done, where you've been. Yeah. That way you know where you're going to go. Yeah. But I think we've all been there in life. I wonder if Mike went upside down his leg fall off. <laughs> Wouldn't that be funny shit? Hey, I lost my fucking leg. <laughs> I got to go get that back. <laughs> 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 oh my god they pick on mikey so much it's all out of love dude that would be funny 
<laughs> you imagine that taking his leg? Come and get it. I got your leg. Come and get it. That would be funny shit, man. Instead of teasing him with ice cream, we're teasing him with his leg. <laughs> I got your leg. <laughs> and you can't have it. <laughs> Goading his ass and shit like that. <laughs> we're going to go to members only right now. If you're not a member, you can join on YouTube or Spotify. We're going to be returning you to 24-7 rock and roll, baby. We got scorpions and everything else coming up for you. Make sure you uh, tune in to MotorcycleMadhouse.com. And uh, you'll like the stuff going on on the radio. But let's return you back to some 24-7 rock and roll, baby. Introducing the all-new service from Insane Throttle Motorcycle Madhouse Radio. 24-7 and nothing but the best in 80s till today. Rock and metal, baby. And here's an added bonus. You can now listen to Motorcycle Madhouse Morning Show with Hollywood and China now live on the air. Go to MotorcycleMadhouse.com and bookmark the radio station and get down with the king of biker radio. Rock out. I say goodbye, vamoose, adios, ciao, so long, get your hat jacked. Number one internet biker radio show is now available on Spotify and all major platforms including iHeartRadio, iTunes, Stitcher, and more. Don't forget to become a subscriber on any one of these platforms so you can be notified right away when our weekly episode is